What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast, where Black creators are faced with a, a dose, dose of reality. reality. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so, um, I'm your host, OBJ, and I want to introduce ourselves to my co-host. Uh, starting to the ladies on the wall. I'm Kiara Aliyah. And to my co-host, right? My name is Elijah. And I'm Phil. And we're joined by a special guest here tonight. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, my name is Maven. I go by the last Maven on all the social medias and things. And I just rap and I just do it well. Hey, hey, don't, don't, don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, don't, 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 don't. I'm from Chicago too. I know that matters. So I'm just going to say, <laughs> hey, hey, Shout out to Chai Town. Yo, hey. you seen the Kanye documentary? Yeah, it was amazing. I, I felt. It hit me in the court, you know, struck a chord and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And it's crazy because when I was seeing the um, the cuts that they made, a lot of that shit from around the crib. Like literally wow. certain spots is from like two, three blocks from my house. And it was crazy. Yo. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So uh, today's Black Pill topic is the side effects of Black culture. So I want to have like our take, our personal, you know, thoughts and opinions or even facts that you want to bring in as far as what are some side effects that are happening within the black culture that is like affecting us and why we're not be able to cultivate, well, not able to prosper as well as we want to. And I'm not talking about from like, you know, the small percentage of those who are thriving in the black community, but it's just more of a collective and a more of a general sense of things that are just hindering us as people much as a whole or a majority that's uh, effective us to be able to like cultivate so um i usually start off with no before we do that i want how, how y'all week been anybody <laughs> 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 can start i'll start for a special yeah i'll start for a special guest how's your week been bro oh uh, my week has been pretty good it's definitely been a productive one um i started working in the high school uh like a month ago um, and, I, and I feel myself making a difference and I kind of start to see, I help kids that need accommodation mm-hmm. um, and, and to speak up a little bit louder to get their work done, to tell the teacher that they need help when they need help and different things like that. But it's, it, it feels good to know that I, I can do something. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with that. So it's, it's been a good week so far, for sure. Hey, that's dope, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anybody else? How's your week been? Anybody else can start. So y'all ain't got no week, <laughs> bro. I've been working, and today you can ask Phil, but today was just bullshit after bullshit, bro. <laughs> like it was like today was not pulling any punches. Uh, but overall, I'm grateful that I I'm safe, you know, I'm good in good health. Mm-hmm. So overall the week has been chilling. Uh you know, just yeah, just been good. Recording the EP like I told you. So mm-hmm. I feel I feel kind of positive in that light. I feel like things are moving forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's dope. That's dope. Anybody else? How's your how's your week been? I mean I guess I'll you know uh <laughs> won't be a Debbie Downer, but nah it's it's been good and bad. It's like I'm going through an interesting time with my friends and friendships. And so I, I had a a rough conversation, a rough interaction with a friend. And it was bad to where, you know, it's definitely an emotional interaction. Things got a little heated or intense. Not fully, but just, you know, emotions were you there. You said with a friend? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. But good in the sense that for me, I'm very big on loyalty. And like, honestly, this sounds so weird and crazy, but I love getting into arguments with people. I don't purposely seek it, but I love it. In because a good way? In a good way. Because okay. showing me how we come after that, like how we mm-hmm. overcome the argument shows me everything I need to know about that relationship. Mm-hmm. So getting into an argument with a friend or a fight, I love that. Be, at least the first one. Not if it's continuous, but the first one, I love it because that shows me if we got a real friendship or not. You know, mm-hmm. that can shake up a lot of stuff. Or even a guy, like yeah. a first fight, I actually be liking it because it shows me who you are a little, you know, how, how it would, would you be. Would call how, like an argument of fight or maybe just a, a difference in opinion and things like that? Yeah, like I, I can have like civil conversations, but do you like, what's the part of it that you like? Do you like the rah-rah-rah part? No, like don't, like, like no cursing, like don't be calling and shut the fuck up. No, we don't like none of that. Oh, like okay, we don't okay. like it, it, intensity, but like, yeah, difference of agreement, you know, okay. clearly y'all not on the same vibe, same page. Yeah. Um, but I do. And so I had this disagreement with a friend, mm-hmm. but the way we overcame it showed me that she is a really good friend and I do really love her. And mm. she, she called me out on some of my shit. So, um, mm. but other than that, on a lighter note, I'll keep it positive too. Maybe I don't want to give you a bad impression, but um, I've been in like a lot of like stuck energy and mm. I don't know what it is about March, but I've been just like, breaking out of it mm-hmm. like just i don't know i just feel better to just like do things like not procrastinate like not put off like my days have actually been like pretty productive for the most days part. are getting longer yeah it's getting warmer right? kind of. what's, what's this sunday that the the time shifts up yeah is yeah. it this sunday, this sunday yeah. yeah hey like hey Vince, yeah. wow yeah, so, we, so we get an extra hour of sleep or no, no? we lose an hour no. of sleep yeah, we're we're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. well then why do we no we don't want that yeah all right uh, <laughs> I, feel, I like my longer days how you how you um, week, my week was good my week was very good um mm. Definitely been blessed to book some more shoots. Hey, there you go. That's always it's good. Actually, been pouring into April. Some hey. more April's hey. getting booked up. So I'm definitely really, really blessed for that. Hey, today cool, was a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> it was today for everybody. It was no. just today. It was today because my friend we have an interaction today. It's for everybody. You're just yeah. You're the only. Yeah, whatever. My, my yeah. past two days was shit. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the conversation that you had with your friend. That kind of that was that like, uh, but it, it lasted two days or some shit. And, and I finally was able to properly communicate what needed to be communicated. But today I'm okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? We always gonna have one or two, maybe three or four days out the week. That's just yeah. crazy. But you know, it don't define us. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Well said. Um, uh, uh, my, my, my week has been good. Like I've just been continuous on grind mode. Um, just been like really focused on what I do. Um, I've been praying more now. I've been trying to get reconnected with, you know, God and just being faithful and like um, just keeping that strong. So like I think it's been helping me feel more good about myself, you know, the way I move, the way I operate and stuff like that. Um, so I think that, you know, it's, it's been kind of been a blessing. I, uh, these things that came into mind as perspective that like, I, I can't complain too much, you know, because if I'm complaining, like I have to follow up with action. It's like do something to make it better. So that's kind of my, my mindset. Like don't complain as much if you're not going to do something about it. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like just been focused on doing things that's going to be more tangible or intangible to help me further in my goals and my purpose and things like that. But um, and, and I want to kind of bring it up because last week y'all was talking about like, oh, it's money making March and everything. Y'all was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a different story. But, you know, things happen. Now it's still change. money making March. We're still making money. Right. Yeah. Money making right. March, Thank but it's you. money losing week. I don't know. Okay. 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 It's been, okay. It's been crazy. <laughs> All right, so um, the, what's the next the next thing? I think I think we covered the squad, the check yeah, in. Yeah, it and, was. Um, um, what comes to what mind? Comes to mind okay, black yeah. culture. All right, so uh, I like to this segment is something I like to call uh, "What comes to mind." So when we think about the topic, uh, the side effects in black culture. So just a, a brief sentence, a few words, maybe a phrase, or whatever the case may be. I'll just keep it brief. What comes to mind when you think about the side effects in black culture? And we'll start off with our special guest. Um, I think about the effect that our music has on everybody. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Any anybody else? Uh any any brief thoughts about when you yeah, think can about you play that? It's lit one. That's what I think about when I think of black culture. We are just lit. We just <laughs> Hey, there we go. Hey. Popping all, right. all around. That's the first thing that comes to mind. That ain't the only thing, but that's the first, the first thing. thing that comes to mind. All right. Yeah. Anybody else? What, what's, what comes to mind when you think about the side effects in black culture? Oh, side effects? I yeah. thought it was just black culture. <laughs> I was just the thinking about black effects. culture. Like, the side effects. We're just going to do black culture. Side, okay. Side effects? No, no, no. Let me change my answer. Um, So traumatized. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. That went left real quick. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, I, I don't have a single word. No, it has to be a single response. Word. Yeah. But I'll say the first thing that comes with the side effects of black culture. Now, side effects sounds like a negative word, right? Mm-hmm. But um, hmm. I'll say there's two things. One thing I think we make shit better right mm-hmm. like yeah. we make shit like just like we take the corny out of a lot of shit yeah. okay um but another thing that i feel like another side effect of black culture is we are afraid to tell people when their shit isn't hot mm. Mm. and for me that's a big problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. I, I, I could I could share that same sentiment, man. I could Word. when it comes to like kind of checking people in to see like you know how we can we grow and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't criticize something right. like that, uh, you know it's, like, it's warranted. Yeah, you know, of course. Then it's just like okay, I'll kind of prove because I might be doing good in my eyes, but in other people's eyes, you know, you want to be kind of like in service to other people because you want other yeah. people to recognize your work and everything like that, and also to get that support. So I can understand when. Um, you know, those criticism or anything are not placed to help us grow better. So we just kind of fall back because it's like, I think yeah. it comes back to that selfish mindset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just doing our own thing. We mind our own business. Yeah, know? but that's why I say like, yeah. like, in, a, like in a community aspect, yeah. you, you got a lot of people who just like echo in the chamber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. like yes, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not supporting, then you hating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you can't, you can't help anybody by like just telling them like, it's always bro, like, like a choosing thing instead yeah, of like, you it's know. A, it's always a side. And to me, that's like, yeah. bro, come on. We got to be a little more complex. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, what, what comes to mind when you think about the side effects in, in, in black culture? Um, I think about how silently 
underratedly influential black culture is. That part. Like we do things because we just want to do things. Yeah. But we forget how influential it is mm-hmm. on a broader aspect. Yeah. You know, we, we're just like, you know, I'm just trying to get the own homies out the hood or I'm just yeah. trying to better myself. And it's just like, no, you are reaching a much larger crowd and a much larger mm-hmm. span of people than you might have realized. So, yeah, yeah definitely right. underrated. Yeah. The originators. Right. When I when I think about the side effects in black culture, I also think about the faces that are becoming our reality in black culture and also the pe- the other faces outside of our cultures that are also influencing the spaces of being those faces mm-hmm. in our black culture as well. So like um you know, there's times where, you know, like I said, a lot of negative, well, I, I, what I'm saying now is a lot of negativity is usually the surface of the faces of things. And like you're talking about the echo, a lot of things echoes into that, that sphere, into that space. You know, a lot of positive things are being done. You know, you see it here and there or whatever. But when people are kind of in their happy space, usually the time is like, you know, they keep it to themselves because, you know, they're happy, they're enjoying mm-hmm. life, whatever the case is. They, so there, there's not a lot of examples on whether it's social media, media, internet, whatever the case may be, that are becoming more of those faces of black culture and things like that, whether it's leadership, uh, whether it's uh, helping people with their brands, business or things of that nature. So I think a lot of those faces are not um push up to the forefront and then other faces are just becoming our reality, so to speak, as far as like, oh, this is trending, this is what's popping, mm-hmm. but it's not helping us as a community to unify and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's what I think about the side effects um, and um, black culture. Cause one of the things about side effects is like, you keep coming back for more. I think, you know, it's like the drug or medicine mm-hmm. and things like that. It's mm-hmm. not really helping you feel better. It's only making you feel better temporarily, mm-hmm. but it's a side effect. So, you know, that's gonna kind of hinder our progression in right. you know the black community. So, um, and what's the next thing on the on the, the long term versus short term side effects? Okay, yeah. So, um, well, just to just elaborate on that, it's like, what are some you know your opinions? You know, there's kind of like an open you know dialogue mm-hmm. on the topic. What are some long terms effects that you feel that are more hindering the black culture and then we'll start with the long and then you know we'll talk about the short short. yeah so what are the long-term effects that you feel that is like you've been seeing and experiencing you know whether it's in your friend group whether it's in social media anything like that that you feel like is having a long lasting effect in our black culture um i'm i'm curious in the sense of like the the influence that we do have on mainstream media it seems like when we do things, other cultures pick it up and they become more prominent in that. Mm. It's hard for me to imagine that continuing. Obviously it's been that way for a very long time, but like at some point we're gonna have to be acknowledged. Mm. Um, Our influence is gonna have to be acknowledged and you're gonna have to acknowledge us specifically. Um, you're gonna have to give us that light, like we deserve it. So it's I think it's gonna be a point where whether it's people owning their stuff, whether it's copywriting, where it's like you can't use this unless you mm. give us the credit. Yeah, I would say like one big thing, especially because you guys are talking about Kanye, so maybe think of it is like because he talks about this a lot is a big long-term effect for the black culture is mm-hmm. that victimhood mentality. 
Oh, and like yeah. you know, he made those statements about like Harriet Tubman and you know not freeing the slaves or whatever he was saying. And it's like people were like, like they were so upset at his statements. But like I really understood what he was saying because yeah. I I resonated with it. I felt like it was true. Like they have done so much. Like I do understand. Like I, I never knock anybody because I do understand. I understand the generational aspect to it of mm-hmm. you know the trauma that they have put on the black community. Yeah. However. There is power in numbers. Like if everybody just woke up and realized that if we, how much we stick together, how much like because black people, we don't move like the way Asian people move. We don't move like the way Indian people move. We quick to turn on each other. We could, you know, like yeah. if we just really banded together, like we don't have to stay stuck in that victimhood mentality. But mm-hmm. like so many people are stuck in that. And then, you know, they they that's how they live stuck in that mindset they don't want better or or think that they can yeah. have better or yeah. so yeah Any, anybody else any long-term effects do you feel that is hindering into our our, our black culture mm, i'm i'm just kind of reiterate what i said before it's just that kind of like that echo chamber <clears throat> like sometimes when something is hot people of the same thing they do it repeat it mm-hmm. they repeat the same thing and then there's no real like this is one of the one main reasons why I like this podcast is because we're allowed to like have opinions and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and challenge each other. And I feel like sometimes, at least in younger um, groups that I've been a part of, mm-hmm. it's it's always been a kind of like a a problem. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and you get you kind of you get like not even hate. You just get like shunned out like you got phased out yeah. you don't even notice or, or, or canceled you get canceled yeah. you know, can't, i feel like and that's uh, that's one of the effects that happens like yeah. upset this kind of like feeling of like oh you're not riding with us then you're not with us kind yeah. of yeah. it's like i don't know like i said i feel like it's it's right re- it's much more complex than that i feel like you got to be able to recognize when somebody's supporting you and trying to help you grow and mm-hmm. seeing where your errors are so you can get rid of them yeah. and you know grow Rather than just kind of being like, what you're doing is is okay, mm-hmm. and thinking that it's gonna get you somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. I think uh, yeah. one thing I want to, you know, because it was a good thing that you brought about the victim mentality, because I, you know, I, I see that a lot, and then, you know, the handouts that come up with the mm-hmm. victim mentality, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's government assistant or just other people or just relying on the the white supremacy or the white man or whatever the case may be, I feel like, you know, with victim mentality, there's always that hand up. It feels like, you know, like, yeah, I've been through this or whatever, and then you feel pity for me or whatever, but not doing anything to progress past that mentality. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You don't want to point the fingers, you want to do this or whatever, things like that, but there's not solutions. There's not, like, no camaraderie. There's no um, let's talk it out. Let's see what we could do to help each other or even help myself become better. So I think it's kind of grinding people in this victim mentality. Or even like the other thing that uh, I was going to point out was the uh, racial hierarchy. Like, you know, there's always this thing of like, we're always seen in the bottom pole of, you know, within the black culture because I love people like to cultivate our things that we're doing and make it their own. Like maybe was saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kind of pr- even profiting off of things that we create, the things that we trend, because, you know, we, we dope people, you know, so we're, our culture is really dope, you know, um, and things like that. And I love to see, um, 
that aspect of us of like coming together in social media and, or, or any other spaces where we're just like, yo, we're doing something. It's, it's like, it's dope. It's like, we're doing our own thing. And then to see other people kind of cultivate that. So it's one thing that, you know, we get upset about that, but there's another thing is that you also, there's some people that also sell out from what they, what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you you upset about you know people cultivating us, but then at the other turn, some right. people are selling out what we do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, you if the price is right, you know, I'll you know, I, I'm okay with that. So mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of uh, what do you feel is uh, appropriate, and then what do you do as to, to sell out because we're not preserving, like you said, of our own culture. Like everybody else can stick together, mm-hmm. and they understand. No, this is our community. We're not going to sell it out. And um, of course, there's some nuances, some caveats of people that's like not within each community that not going to get along. But to see how Jewish people, to see how Asian people, to see how other people like really strong in their community, things like that. Um, while we kind of like just bouncing around and just you know when the when the price is right when the, when the when it when it feels right when the moment is coming a movement is coming on a trend is coming out we'll kind of go into that like you were saying that echo but not really knowing how to preserve our culture you know what i'm saying so i think that's one of the long-term effects of just the racial hierarchy that we're kind of battling or facing which we shouldn't be battling you know we should just love ourselves love our culture love all people but then you know, also have previs, you know, preservance of our own culture, not to always be quick to sell out. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's one of I think the long term effects that we're having and we're struggling, we're battling against and things like that. But uh, Phil, do you have any thoughts about any long term effects that you feel that are hindering the black community? Phil always got some philosophical. <laughs> yeah, philosophical. Phil the philosophical. I will say there is definitely a sense of selfishness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Where, you know, like Maven, Maven's doing things. He works in high school. You know, he's trying to uplift. whereas there are certain people who do this Mm -hmm. just to try to get themselves out they don't care Mm -hmm. about the people around them Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. they're just bitter Mm -hmm. there's no healing Mm -hmm. they you know because they people have done them dirty in the past Mm -hmm. they they get this guardedness and this this like sort of like moat castle mentality where Mm -hmm. i don't let anybody in Mm -hmm. you know i build my moat put my crocodiles in it. Nobody can get in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just continue doing me and I'm going to grow me. Mm-hmm. And you know, they'll, they'll sing, they'll rap about it mm-hmm. and say, I brought this up. I did this. I did that. People only brought me hurt and pain. And it's just like, but you didn't let anything else in, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't heal from it. You didn't open your mind back. You mm-hmm. allowed this bitterness. Mm-hmm. And then the long-term effect is now you're teaching other people this bitterness mm. and saying the only way that you can succeed is if you're bitter. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you, you know, you can help out. Yeah. You can, you can drop nuggets of information. There are other producers, other singers, other rappers that are out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, people will withhold their information, how they got out of a writer's block. Yeah. How they got out of a creative, you know, right. block or whatever the case may have been. Yeah. But because every, you know, I'm not saying it's everywhere, mm-hmm. but you can definitely see how evident mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. to the point where now people 
are putting it on social media as their comment sections. Mm. Nobody got me but me. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, really, nigga? Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, waiting for you. It's yeah. just like, you've definitely had people behind you praying for you, yeah. rooting for you. It may not have been the way you perceived it yeah. and the way that you would have loved to get that love and support, but it was definitely there. Yeah. yeah. So definitely a, a mode and a sense of selfishness that is looming mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you don't want you don't, you don't want it to get to that point where now it's overtaking the industry because then that'll be become very very detrimental right. in the long term to us yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh, i want to get into the short the sh- one of the short things short term effects that i'll say that i've seen is uh it's kind of like a caveat to what you said is that um how we're so quick on a trend to uplift, but then disperse. So like, I see oftentimes where we're just like, yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, do support you, blah, blah, and then they disperse. And it's like, there's no lingering effect of support. You know, it's always mm. temporary, it's always at the moment. You know, it depends on even who you're surrounding yourself with. It's like kind of like maybe an ego thing, maybe it can be, it could be multiple factors, but one thing that came to mind is ego. It's like, oh, like, you know, cause I'm in this surrounding, I'm in this environment, then I'll support you. As but you outside said, of that- As you said, if the money's right. Yeah, you know, but then outside of that, it's just like you, you're crickets, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, where are you? Where's the support? Where's the love? Where you're just doing it for the moment because you're surrounded by other people, uh, where you're pressured? I don't know. But um, I think one of the, I guess, short-term effects that could lead into a long-term effect is like the support is always seen as a temporary flash, you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know if you have any other ideas about short-term things that help uh, hindering our Black culture. Um, I think um, the the the... Which goes along with that, it's the instant gratification. And I and I think that's we want things so fast. We want to feel it right now. The the idea of longevity, it's a good idea, but in practice, it's hard to wait for. You want to feel something, you want it right now. You need to support this right now. Cause if you do this right now, then they might be able to give you this, which goes along with the selfishness and things like that. Um, I think we we kind of lack a centrality. You know what I'm saying? We don't always have to be on the same page, yeah. but we need, like, where's the leadership that we used to have? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's even hard to imagine a Malcolm X or a Martin Luther King in today's age because they would get obliterated by the media and we not gonna stand by them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we, we, we would just move. So how do we even get to that point now? What does that even look like now? Yeah, yeah. Any, any other short term? Y'all have anything on uh, short term? Is not it, it, you don't have to, but just anything that comes to mind when you think about short term effects that's hindering the black community. No, I, I, or I, black I, culture, I should say. I feel like um, even hitting on the nail. I, I feel like we even had this talk like recently where it was like, why do people follow trends? It's like that instant gratification when we're talking oh, about yeah. content creators, yeah. right? Like yeah. I, I think you know it, it definitely got brought up where it was like. Some content creators don't make art, they just make stuff for people to digest easy because it's like mm. an instant like, oh, like, like yeah. it's like, I, I want more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And then once it dies down, you're on to the next thing, mm-hmm. you know? And like you said, we, we, we lack something that's like core. Like, and I was even just thinking to myself, I'm like, and I think this is a good, it's a double-edged sword, really. Yeah. Like the black community is so diverse and so big, yeah. right? That 
there's no one culture, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it, and it's mm-hmm. like, and that makes it that much harder for some people to resonate with each other. Like we can resonate off of our struggles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, how, what else can we resonate with? And I feel like there is a lot that we could, mm-hmm. like a lot of positive stuff, mm-hmm. but people don't stop. A lot of times they don't stop to really think about it. And I feel like music is the one thing that a lot of people can resonate with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like, together like that's where our strongest bond is formed mm-hmm. but like and i i love music but you know sometimes it needs there needs to be something more mm-hmm. so something deeper that mm-hmm. really connects us more that's not just struggle or pain yeah. mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying maybe wow. yeah, there's certain there's certain common things that you see in, in the culture and the community that keeps us together but then outside of that there's mm-hmm. always these other caveats and things like that that'd be like okay like are we only bonding for this moment, like when a movement happens or when a, a high trend happens or with this music and we all band together and we sing it along and things like that? It's like, why I always have to be in these like more upper echelon moments rather than just the little other nuances that try to like, you know, that's yeah. what's to bring us together and things like that. So I, I definitely agree with you on that. And another thing I, I just thought about, too, is like when you talk about culture, because I definitely agree there's like a lot of different cultures within our black uh, community. And uh, one thing that came to mind was language or how we speak. Yeah. Um, because I remember times when we used to be like, oh, you sound like a white man or you sound like sure. this or whatever, or you sound proper. And I'm just oh, like, man. and I'm just like, um, I don't think there's anything. It just depends on where you grew up. Because like I could be in the South or the suburbs or whatever the place would be. And my speech could be different. Yeah. And then I go to New York City. Then I bring up that, you know, that yeah. New York slang could come out of me or something like that. So like to, to like categorize or to boxing people in a in a in a way that's just like oh you don't sound black or whatever things like that it's just like how you know ignorant can that be because mm-hmm. uh, you know let's say if you're on the phone or somebody you'd be like oh you sound like a whatever because you don't know because you don't see a face you sound like the white man yeah I'm, and it's like every culture that you grew up in whether it's the south or the city or the the islands or whatever case it be you're gonna you're gonna cultivate some form of their language especially depending on how long you've been there you know yeah. what i'm saying you gotta pick up on some things so i think another caveat to that is like um culture is very diverse and then language is also a big part of our culture you know what i'm saying because you know when some people look at things like yo that, that, that look like a black thing you know what i'm saying you kind of get a vibe or certain things that's like you know for our culture and you know kind of things like that but uh just to make a distinction with language i think that's kind of like it's really a tricky line to kind of like you know, tap into because it just depends on where you go. Like the people in Atlanta or the South or whatever, it's like they have a different, a little bit of a different slang and dialect than how people in New York, you know, talk and things like that. So yeah. if I if I come to them, they'd be like, yo, why you, you know talking like that? It's just like we have a certain way of saying certain words and certain things like that. So, but that's also the beauty of it because it's it's so diversified. It's like you can learn things or whatever, whether it's a new language or a uh, culture or no slang or whatever the case might be. It's like, why can't we just cultivate and just, you know, appreciating all the different aspects of that. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So um, that's just my take on that. Maybe you ever been accused of sounding white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. absolutely. <laughs> like growing up, my uh, my first few schools was like Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I transferred to public school, they was like- Yo, same. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is and it kind of goes with that too, 
it black culture isn't a monolith like it's, it's so many subcultures to it and we're so diverse in itself some of us have curlier hair than others some of us are lighter than others it's so many different ways Yo. getting judged off how i talk off my hair off my skin and that's that's just in black culture white people don't even have that concept to look at me and be like you're not black enough but black people do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like it, it's happening it mm-hmm. We got to break out of that because whatever we're thinking of blackness is usually confined to a very small area. It's just us not knowing more. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Africa, it's so different across from South Africa to East to West. The culture is just different. You know what I'm saying? In America, we seem to feel like we all have to be one thing. Exactly. That's that's, that's exactly what I was thinking, man. No, yeah. one thing I, I was thinking just now is just like, I remember I, I was called uh, that I sounded white or was not black enough by somebody who was Muslim, but like, um, like Arabic. And I was just yeah. like, bro, like what? <laughs> like, but the one thing that, that got me confused was like, um, I, I, I didn't understand was like, when, when we talk with other people, right? Or like, say if you, even if you have like, like what is sounding white that's what i'm kind of trying to say right now is like am i sounding white because of my education in my private school or Mm. is it because because i didn't grow up around white people i grew up in the hood and i just always talked like this you know what i'm saying like it wasn't because i was trying to sound a certain way so Mm. that's where i was like there's a kind of i feel like there's a stigma on being educated and sounding white because you might know certain things so to me i was like is that something as a community should we have is that like what kind of what are your opinions on kind of like that viewpoint like being more educated makes you sound more white or something like that i think that is it kind of boils down to access um and growing up the thing is, is I always stayed in the city my whole life. It's, it's a very big distinction in chicago from being in the suburbs and being in the city but I didn't see parts of my city until like my junior year in high school. Mm. Other than that, I was just always on the South side. I just didn't know better. So it's people that are like that until adulthood. They just don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like my mom is, she's she loves books. That's where I get it from. But she's also huge on doing things that you just like to do. Um, I was interested. I love to swim. Black people don't swim. You know what I'm saying? But I love it. I love the water. Bro, I have a scuba diving license. I can't name another black person I know that has that shit. A scuba diving what? License? A scuba diving license. Like I'm legit licensed to do that shit. I did that shit in high school. That's dope. On top of fucking student government, football, track, all that other shit. I just like to swim. I love the water. I did that as well. You said black people can't swim. I can swim. <laughs> no, but but it's a it's a stereotype that black people. I personally don't. I'm black, bro. I'll be swimming this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know, man. Yeah, but that that's the thing. Like it's a joke that that black people can't swim. Oh, okay. Maybe it, maybe it's from. Um, fucking crossing the Atlantic and all that other shit or whatever. Yeah, I don't fuck know where that I came from, think. though. That's like very interesting stigma. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird because obviously, 
we've been doing shit in the water for centuries. You know what I'm saying? But it again, it's access. Do we have pools? Do we have this? Can we do this? Can you even, you know what I'm saying? Like even school, do you have access to speak to somebody who tells you that you can go to college, that you can get a scholarship if you need to? Sometimes we can kind of be defined by ignorance yeah. and, and it sucks, but it is what it is. If, if our parents don't know, they usually won't put us in a position to know what they don't know because they don't know what they don't know. Mm. Yo, you actually just brought up a point like with, um, cause I think that's, I want to change my answer. Okay, okay like, go ahead. I think one of the long lasting effects is like you said, access and opportunity. Mm-hmm. I remember like, I, I was just talking with my friends, like there's some programs they're in that I never even knew. Like going to college, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that I was supposed to have an advisor. Mm. I was four years into my college experience mm. on my own, choosing my own classes, doing everything. Yeah. When everybody else literally had an advisor. And that's all because I just didn't know better. You know what I'm saying? Like that's completely on my own. But like some people just know these are this is stuff they're instilled into some people. You know mm. what I'm saying? They know even like in going into high school that they can they can have different access to different things. Yeah. And I and like I feel like it's one of those things is where like it's one of those things like sometimes, you know, like at least for myself, I know I grew up very ignorant to a lot of things. It's just mm-hmm. like and that's just because it's not the forefront of our priorities. Like some I feel like some people just care about get getting out, getting big. They don't yeah. really just care about like really just enjoying what you do mm-hmm. and just like finding that your own niche, your own pocket. Yeah, I, you know? I want to add to that because yeah. as far as like the education system, uh, we kind of fall low as far as like reading and, and writing skills, I think like that or something like that. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, yo, it's just like when you go into, um, you know, reality or life or whatever, things like that. I feel like people lack a lot of those like comprehension skills and things like that to operate in different environments or to adapt or whatever. And um, to see that, you know. Uh, based on studies. I don't always follow studies because it can be biased. It can make you see one thing or perspective or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, to actually see these things because it's like, you know, you see it from example, I see a lot of videos trending and then on or what is it, TikTok or YouTube and then people can get, you know, ask questions, you know, to a, a black person and you see how they respond. And I'm not saying everybody's like this. Obviously, there's some well-educated intellectual people who articulate themselves well. But then we see like a other branch of people who can't and he'd be like, oh, what that mean again? Or what that is or whatever, things like that. You see them kind of get like brain stuck because they haven't had the proper education. And I'll and I'll say because like, you know, obviously the education system is, is fucked up, whatever. So, but you know, to be able to be uh cultivated, because also when I think about cultivation, I think about community, how us also community could help in, you know, being outside such a system that's not helping us raise our brain levels, our comprehension skills, our reading or writing skills or whatever the case may be. Like even when I see people write on, you know, they be spelling certain words and I'll be like, are you serious? Like, you know, I'll be like, damn, like, you know, so. I'm not gonna like, cap, bro. I can't write for shit. You know? <laughs> not for the chicken just, scratch. Yeah. I'm not even talking about like how proper you can write. I'm just talking about like even certain words that people can't even spell out, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, because right. like, you know, it's just like, damn, like you can't like spell out that word. And I'm just like, to me, it's like, you know, good. It's simple because I, I wasn't always stuck in within the education system. I kind of branched out. 
out, whether it's expanding on my imagination or my creativity or looking up YouTube videos on certain things. Because I always was curious about everything outside of school. I yeah. wasn't so contained within school because I knew that school was only like criteria based learning that I could just is I can't fixate my mind into those kind of things. But to see like you know, branch out with other people and, and you know, on social media, what it can be, and you see that, you know, they have a hard time saying certain things or writing certain things out. I think that that plays a big part as far as like the longevity, as far as like how, what, we're, what we're being educated, what we're being taught. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wait, so maybe you said you work at a high school, right? Yeah. How's it over there? Like, is it diverse? So like what kind of high school are you be working at? Uh, Well, that's interesting because like I said, I, I haven't been there that that long, but I think in my second week, we had an assembly and um, the principal said that like on the news and shit, that they consider our school to be the HBCU of high schools in Chicago. The historically black, that's what you call historically black colleges and universities. Oh, okay. um, you know what I'm saying? So they, they consider themselves to be, and we have a lot of high schools that are black, obviously, or majority black in high school. But this one prides itself. Um, I think we were the fourth in scholarship money received in the city. Um, mm. Yeah, it was like like millions of dollars, like given to students, like full rides and shit. Oh, so like they, okay. they pride themselves on being prestigious and being black, but it isn't all black. Um, I, it's reverse and kind of, what you would think in a prestigious, like let's say a white school where you see scattered minorities, mm-hmm. the black people are the majority, everything else is is very little. Okay. Um, so even to the point where the white teachers, like they're teaching black history and they're aware of the importance of what that is to their students because that is the population of students. So we you know what I'm saying? Like that's fire. Like that. I didn't, I didn't experience that shit in high school. I did. They teaching them about imperialism and colonialism and the fucking, this, what was it, the Berlin something where essentially Europe decided what parts of uh, Africa they wanted to take. I forgot, it was, it's the Berlin- Wall. Huh? Wall. The Berlin Wall. No, no, it's not the wall, but it's, uh, it was like, Fuck! It's I did not learn about this shit in high school, and it, I don't want to say it's the Treaty of Berlin or it was like the the something. It was something. It was a meeting essentially where different European nations decided what parts of Africa were theirs to take. Oh, that shit is the, the circles, the circles. So, um, I know that's where you're I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of it. But yeah, like that shit is crazy. So like they really pride. I walk past like doors and it's just all black art on there. It's not February. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's they make it. It's their pride, and I and I love that shit. Like I love being black. Mm. So but to see it and to see it instilled in students, students still gonna be students. They might not receive it because they're young. It's it's yeah. so much being, but it's important to even give that to them to have to that environment have basically to Actually. for it to be around them and not mm-hmm. kind of like for them having to look out for it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a, a point of resource for them. It's a case if we want to like go to it or not. But like I said, I, I branched out, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't like, you know, I, I learned a lot more outside of like how the real world works Yeah. other than just being in school and things like that. But um, what's the next point uh, on the agenda? Um, 
appropriation, cultivate, appropriate, or settle. It was a Berlin conference, by the way. I there you go. Still wouldn't have guessed it, but there you go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I would never guess that shit, but it was a conference. It was a conference. Yeah, so uh, as I, I point out earlier, is that there's a time where we want to cultivate, there's a time when, when people want to appropriate, and then a time when we want to sell out and things like that. So, like, what are some common things as far as, like, a, I'll start with a sellout point. What are some things that we feel that we are commonly selling out that's not helping us cultivate within our uh, black, you know, culture. Trends, no. Trends, like if we're you think selling that's a sellout uh, as a, as far as like uh, cultivation. Uh, I, when I, I think about it, for example, I think about like you know land or resources. Like we we don't take ownership of things a lot of times. Um, uh, you know, you see it in a times of like, yo, yeah, I could rent out a house or whatever, but I don't own the house. You oh, know what I'm saying like yeah. I could like. Um, I could uh, own a business per se, but then I will sell it out if it's for the right price or something like that. So that's why I'm thinking about aspects of that as sellout. You know, I don't know about trends. I don't know. What, I don't know what you was thinking about or going the direction when it comes to trends. I was just in my head. I was just like, all right, if you're selling out, sometimes people like they make a song or stuff like that and they're making it for the purpose of selling out or they make a dance for the purpose of selling the rights oh, okay. to the dance yeah, you know what i'm saying well. like they sell the rights to a lot of things that make a lot of money on the internet and then everybody's doing it kind of like what maven brought up earlier like mm -hmm. it's just like sometimes we are not credited with the things that we create mm -hmm. and we just give it out to people so that it can blow up Mm. And then it's it seems like it's like we, we don't know where it came from, you know what I'm saying? Like when we know where it came from, but yeah. nobody wants to give it where the credit where it's due. Mm. I feel like that's more appropriation. Mm. Probably right. Yeah. 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 A, a lot of like dances on TikTok. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of artists that, just yeah. take it. True. Yeah. And they don't even give credit. Yeah. So it's more like, I see it, I'm just gonna Take it. You're yeah. not gonna. It blew up, but nobody really knows where it originally. So it's it's you know that's it's true, appropriation. Yeah. That's mm. appropriation. You're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, they yeah. just hope that with the amount of it blowing up as a trend, yeah, the person who originated it will get lost in the trendiness of it. Okay, now you now you made me think about something as far as appropriation. Mm -hmm. It's just like. Do we value appropriation because of something that blew up or getting viral in the moment? Or can we consider it because like, oh, it's not getting enough attention or whatever, so we'll give it a pass. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that from my, just just my lens, I'm not saying it like it's mm -hmm. a one fit all like right mm -hmm. thing or whatever that I'm thinking about. I, I see a lot of people complain when it gets blown up. So when it's like, let's say I created a dance, right? And then it goes viral and then other people appropriate that dance or whatever outside of my culture, mm -hmm. then they start complaining. That's what I, I I'll see. Tell you, I'll tell you what it is. It is that, but honestly, I don't think it's a bad thing for people to be like, you're profiting off of something that I do on a regular. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. when somebody does dreads and then now somebody else is doing dreads, now it's a big cultural move. Like it's a big fashion. Like, yeah. like he's a fashion icon when I'm like, bro, like you serious right now? Like this has been a thing. This has been a tradition. Mm -hmm. And now you're making money off of me you yeah. know what i'm saying same thing with songs like when when you make a song and you just made it mm -hmm. and somebody else rips it off and then starts making millions off of it mm -hmm. you're supposed to get your money you yeah. know what i'm saying i think there's nothing wrong with people 
knowing that they made something and somebody else is profiting off of it. Like, like to me is like, it's value. You know what I'm saying? Money is value. If it had, if it gains value in somebody else's hands, but Mm -hmm. they didn't do any of the work, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they have to recognize where it's from and and give the credit. I I agree with you. Like, you know, you should get your money if you originated everything. I'm talking about the ones that just get viral and they don't make a profit. It's just something that's like, because a lot of people will value a viral moment even if they don't give them no money or anything because that's like, that's a thing of like valuing status or something like, or Mm. something appeal or recognition because they was like, yo, I want to be recognized for, I did that thing, you know what I'm saying? So Mm. aside from the money part, I'm just thinking like those who go when something is being appropriate and something somebody's cultivating that and then they get uh blown up from it more than they would get blown up for it would you complain about it when there's no money involved so you mean like kim kardashian started rocking box braids even though they didn't call it box braids they called it some other name yeah we call it box Box braids black people and then it got all big and and blown up but it's like we've been rocking box braids since the end of time yeah yeah but yeah, so what's your what's your question? With I'm it? saying like, would you would you compl- like would you complain about? Because I feel like when you, would you complain about it regardless whether you know money is you know understandable. Mm-hmm. But would you complain about it if it just go viral and it's just being cultivated? Yeah, I ex- would. Depending on how big it got, yeah. Okay. Sure <laughs> no, because I feel like credit. Honestly, I I would say I wouldn't. Yeah. So okay. only only because big. I didn't do it for it to blow up. I never had a mindset That's for it to blow right. up. To I just had a mindset to do it because I love it. Right. Yeah. It blew up. Right. Yeah. And of course, there are going to be other people that say, right. give mm-hmm. credit where credit is due. But for me, it's just like, I just love doing but it. But you know? yeah. if you did it and it blew up, if Kim Kardashian is going to get money and get paid, Oh no! You uh, should want your cut too and get money. No, no, I'm saying without money involved. Like but, I understand it, money, but that's what I'm saying. It's, but that's the thing. That's the only reason. Status would translates be. to money, right? Like, and maybe not right away, but like if you go viral, mm-hmm. that should be your opening to be getting signed, to getting exactly. sponsors, to getting stuff. If you let that pop, that opportunity pass yeah. you, yeah. Then, then I'll understand. I'll understand from that point if like opportunities are being missed from like such a viral. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like if, just to say like, oh, I was the person that created this dance, just to say it and no reward. No, because like somebody could do it for the fun of it. Like I could cultivate, I could create a dance or whatever. I just do it for the fun. And it's, if somebody appropriates or cultivates that. I don't think me per se will have an issue for it, but if it goes to like like you said a viral moment and I'm missing opportunities right. or money or whatever right. the case would be, then I understand like that. Right. But if it's being branched out, I'm like, oh, whatever race is doing it, I don't care. Like right. if they want to do it, then that's fine because it's okay. like I did it for I fun. I didn't know I was gonna get blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it's like like that's building up uh, such a cultivation. Like oh, I'm we're the culture. But some people are doing it. It's like, oh, that looks dope. I want to do it too. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. I, I don't have no part for that for me. Right. But if somebody's getting viral and getting opportunities off of that, I'm mean, be like, okay, credit it where the originator has done it. And then, you know. So I'll give but an there's, example. There's things where people never get credited at all. Yeah. So I'll give an example. Like what I see on especially Instagram a lot now, mm-hmm. or even, I, I, don't, I don't know about TikTok because I don't have TikTok. Yeah. But on Instagram, you will see like they use the audio reels, Mm -hmm. you know, audio voiceovers. Mm -hmm. But now what you see is people are actually finding the original video and Mm -hmm. saying, this is where it started from. Give that person the credit. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing more, you're not seeing more people trying to imitate it. Mm -hmm. Now more people are like, where's the original? 
can I find the original? Mm-hmm. How can I find the original? Where's the original? And then now people are just sharing the original and saying, that's it. Mm. This is so it. crazy about that is I've seen multiple instances where TikTok has come under fire because they're using people's voices and they're using the bits to make their skits. Yeah. But the person who originated it does not get the credit. Mm. So whoever's doing it might get sponsorship. Mm-hmm. They might get put on TikTok's homepage. Mm-hmm. They might be whatever it might be. But the person who originated it literally gets no credit. Mm-hmm. And I think when it when it comes to the situation as a whole, and it, it could be ego, you know what I'm saying? But I think to a certain degree, I would have a problem on both levels. Um, with, if it gets famous and it goes viral, yeah, I want people to know I did it because I put effort into that. I tried, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even if it doesn't, it becomes like, what's the difference between inspiring somebody or somebody just biting your shit? If I do something and nobody cares when I do it, then you do it too. And you don't even acknowledge that I did that shit or that you see that I did it. And you, and people love that you did it. It's going to be like, all right, hold on, bro. (laughs) My thing is if God can be prideful in what he created, then I can be prideful in what I create too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he's right. like, yo, respect where, give respect where respect is due. I'm the one who made this, right? Yeah. Then everybody should have the right to be proud of the work that they do. Yeah. And they shouldn't have to feel like, oh, like, all right, I'm going to just sit back because obviously you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it's like, I don't know, man. If I, if I know that I made something, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't, like, okay, because it's going to sound... I don't even care how it sounds. If I made something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I know that I made it because I want people to to be inspired mm-hmm. and for it to have a certain effect. Mm-hmm. And somebody misconstrues it and makes it into just a trend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like, damn, you completely missed the point and yeah. you messed up the entire thing. I feel like that's, that's how what happens a lot of times that yeah. not only does people take it, but they, sometimes they twist it to make it fit their culture. They, they, remix, their, it. they remix it to make yeah. it more like PC or something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then it's it blows up and then the original gets completely erased. Lost in trans- yeah, or it lost, gets lost, yeah. in, lost in translation. That's yeah. what we call it, Island Boy. It's interesting to get y'all like uh, a perspective on it because I'm just like, you know, I as like a, that song. <laughs> <laughs> not you like it the song. I didn't know. Catchy. Oh, yeah, it is kind of catchy. I'm not gonna lie, but like, so that's what I, I'm glad that y'all sharing perspective because mm-hmm. I'm just like, do you care about it when it goes viral? And then, like, but y'all give me a perspective, like, okay, maybe somebody's gonna get opportunities, a sponsor, or whatever, regardless of money or things involved. I'll care even if I just if it's in a friend group. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's I missed that part of your question. I thought you just said if anybody take my shit. Like yeah, 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 yeah. if I know I did something, yeah. If it's in school, if it's in my friend group, yeah. And somebody completely like if that's like if somebody you in class, you tell a joke, nobody hears it except for your friend, <laughs> and your friend says a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> we go to fight, bro. You like in the schoolyard at 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You seen that Kim and Peele episode? I know you did, yeah. bro. That hit me hard because that's happened to me many times. Oh, yeah, no, I feel it's that. real, I feel bro. That. Yeah, I feel that. So yeah, um, what was it? What was it? That? What do you mean by cultivate? No, I think we just kind of it, it got 
mixed in as far as what we were saying about cultivating, appropriating, and sell out. So mm-hmm. what we were talking about, what we cultivate is like an original dance move, a music, whatever. So I think we all kind of made a good explanation or our take as far as what we cultivate, what we, what we see as appropriate, and what we do to sell out. So I think it was a good mix in the conversation because when I was talking about, when I was talking about earlier about selling out, what do you, what do you view as selling out? What does that look for you, and uh, how did you? Mm. What's your experience? What it is to be to be to sell out? You know, I gave an example about you know you don't have no land or resources. You sell that out. Uh, you renting a property, but you don't own the property. I was just giving them a different example. So it's whatever it takes I have. But I think with the social media, the trends, and the TikToks, that was a good example of cultivating, appropriating, or selling out on something. I think that has a good combination of all that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think a good. I don't know. I don't know if it's happened, but like I feel like. If, like you said, you said it before, like if you've made a business, right? Yeah. And it's a good business. And yeah. then somebody's like, yo, I like that business you got. I want to change it up a little bit, make it more uh, for everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the word they, they say yeah, for yeah. everybody, which is like for white people. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's for all everybody. All lives matter. <laughs> all, yeah, all lives matter. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like, but like, you know, you didn't make it for that intention, but you're like, oh, yeah. I need the money. So yeah. it's, it's, you kind of like turn your back and be like, I made this for to uplift you black up a people. Good point. Yeah, you where thing is circumstantial. It's like let's say if I was not in a good place or not good financially, it's like, and I understand somebody wants to sell out because it's like, okay, I'll sell out for the time being if they have the mindset, and then re-establish um, myself with the the money and the resources that I got. Even though I sold out, I want to rebuild back again. Mm-hmm. with you know mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. but i don't think a lot of people have that mindset you know what i'm saying at least in my opinion i don't yeah. know you it's know as far as like you know the business sometimes is a little crazy place because you can sell like your rights to, sorry business is some, it's a crazy place because sometimes you can sell your rights to something yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying and like you think you can come back but then that same company you sold out to is mm-hmm. going to come for your money now because yeah. they're going to be like now nah, now you got to pay us to yeah. do the thing that you yeah, created like when uh people have a problem when they make it i was a thing and they, they have what we call the masters or something masters, like that yeah yeah so no. i'm just like Whoa, like if you miss out on, on getting that dotted line with the masters, I'm be like, whoa, you miss out on a bag, you know what I'm saying? So like I think about just different examples. But I'm just giving out different contracts. examples of that, you know. Yeah, exactly. Maven knows about it. Nah, look, so th- that's the thing is is you kind of spoke on it being that it depends on where you are at the moment. It's like we all have integrity. And I think that's kind of what it boils down. You said we to. all have integrity? To a degree, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, My man yeah, changed his voice. Y'all have good. a certain amount <laughs> where we'll, where we might kind of lean past okay. what we decided that we'll do. Yeah. But imagine if it's an artist that just never had shit his whole whole life, and you put a million dollars in front of him, he's gonna say yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna read a contract. He ain't never seen them numbers in his life. He gonna be like, yeah, that's technically selling out because. I guarantee wherever that money's going to, it's not going to be him. It ain't going to be us as, mm. as a culture. It's going to the, I, I'm not about to say specific names, but you know what I mean? Like it's going to different cultures and, and people who have the establishment in the industry. You know what I'm saying? It's going but to the streets. An artist, and yeah. you hear a lot of artists saying stay independent. Saying the what? But they already made it. Stay independent. It, Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. stay independent as artists, like own your masters, do this. But they've been put in a position they learn through the years. But now they have money to the point where the stuff that they make now, they can own those masters. 
that means nothing to somebody who coming straight out the hood and mm-hmm. has nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, yeah, if I if I could sell this to get this, it, it's, it's not an even trade off. Mm-hmm. But for right now, to help me survive, to help my family, to help my kids, this might be it. I might have to sell myself. You know what I'm saying? I might have to cut off my hand to to make sure my family eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that's really it. Come now. There's greed involved in that. Sometimes people aren't in that situation and they see it and they be like, ooh, I want money and it's not necessary, but they might be thirsty. Mm. And, and you know what I'm saying? But I think at some point we we can all sell out to a certain degree, mm. um, but you can, that's not, just cause you sold out one time don't mean it's life. Mm, you know, yeah, people yeah. criticize Jay-Z for buying into the NFL. Jay-Z has, I'm not gonna say he's done a lot for the black community, but in yeah. the sense of of hip hop, he has. You know what I'm saying? Bringing light to certain situations and things like that. And what if he allows for more black owners to come come in because of what he did? Mm, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, so that, that's why that's why I'm bringing the point about like when you sell out per se, it's just like it can be circumstantial. You know what I'm saying? Because I think when a lot of people hear the word sell out, they think immediately, oh, you sold out, you you're a coon or you're whatever. They say all these type of things. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> coon is a hilarious word, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, that word, right? yeah, yeah, and bro. I'm just like, oh, people always <laughs> have they always <laughs> they always have these like names and terms and everything, and I'm just like, bro, like. You know, when when did name labeling and everything become so much uh, important than what people are going through? You don't know what the person is going through. So to quickly, like, label somebody or to do this or whatever, it's just like, you know, at least have the conversation to understand where the person's coming from, their perspective or things like that. But um, I don't know if you have any other any thoughts. Nah, some I, people really are sellouts, though. I, I want to no, no, go around I the table and find out, would you sell out? But that depends. What do you mean? Like, when you sell out, as far as what, though? If somebody came up to you, because, you know, you're you building something, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. You're, you're trying to build something. I know Phil is building something. I'm building something. you definitely building something. Like, yeah. if somebody said, like, I want ownership of all your shit, here's mm-hmm. X amount of money. Yeah. Will you sell out? I think... I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're talking about, about it. So I want to. I want to be. I want to. I, 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 I want to get my answer first. For me, in the, the the situation I'm in now, I would say no because I'm good. Okay. Um. So, because I certain things, what I'm doing is an investment. Okay. So then. If some if I sell it out, they could make a considerable amount of profit or whatever. They could do whatever they can. They could change it up or whatever case. But and especially because like when uh, maybe we're saying about having integrity and moral vows and things like that. I built this platform for Black creators and Black entrepreneurs. Exactly. So if I sell that out, that image is lost for everybody. You know, <laughs> that's all I'm you know saying. What I'm saying? everybody. So like, everybody. that's why I said it's so, it's very circumstantial because I understand if somebody didn't have much or whatever, and then they like this is the first time seeing like a large sum of money. But I'm but that's why I, I was going back to what I was saying before is that even though you got that money for the time being. You, if you had the mindset, you could rebrand and reshape yourself to do something better, whether it's cultivating back to the black community, uh, being service to others or things like that. So there may be a I think it just comes to a time and place. There's a time and place for everything where you could be the loudest voice and be like, oh, I'm against this or I'm a da-da, whatever. And then there's a time where I'll be like, no, I'm going to preserve that energy. When I build up now, I have a platform where I have enough support, enough backup and things like that, mm-hmm. where I could like address certain things or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I will not sell out right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. But 
because this is more important as far as what any money they will establish to to to, to like you know dish out me mm -hmm. to to you know brand that or whatever the case may be. Okay. But that's just my answer on that. All right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Go around. Go around. I got two. Y'all not gonna expect the second, but the first. No, I would not sell out because I'm a bit very big firm believer. Like you know, stand for something or fall for nothing. Or anything. Okay. Whatever right. I'm saying is. But you no, gotta get, stand for something. Be firm in what you believe in. So no, personally me, mm -hmm. I would not sell out on if it's something that I really believe in, you know, yeah. especially something in my creation, like no, I will not sell out and you know, respectfully, I will definitely not sell out to any white person. So mm -hmm. that is like respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> However, I feel like you know, I really contemplated saying this because it might ruffle a few feathers, but oh, I feel well, like yes, I want to go home and be like, damn, I got things on my mind that I didn't say. But yeah. Eli, you know, I love you, bro. OK, so we just excluding you out of this. All right. Ouch. And I need y'all to just hear me out. All right. Okay. Before anybody, because maybe I don't. On? I just yeah, I would know what's going on. Because y'all, you know, I listened and I sat and listened to what y'all think of, of yeah. sellout. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I kept quiet. But uh, one thing that I think of sellout is black men mm -hmm. and black women. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I resonate with because I do feel like, like, I'm all, I don't, I'm all for men having a preference. I'm all for everyone having a preference. I used to date a lot of white guys. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm all for everyone having a preference. Mm -hmm. However, I do feel like a lot of times in the black community, the reason that there's so much of that controversy of black men, black women, all that, because there's a lot of black women that date white guys, Asian guys, like other yeah. outside their race, you yeah. know? Yeah. But the problem is, we don't like drag our black men and our black men will drag our black women. So mm. when I think of mm. sellouts, sometimes I think of our black men because I've had a black man who is darker than me. Mm. His mom's darker than me. Your whole family's darker. Tell me my color is borderline of what he would date. Like I'm, mm. I'm really too dark for his liking, mm -hmm. but I'm, I, you see my color, you see me. Okay. <laughs> like, crazy. And, right. Yeah. And, he, and yeah. I'm too borderline. So, and I feel like, you know, like emotional damage. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right on cue. Like, you know, I guess I'll keep it to Kanye, even though Kanye really is, that's my nigga, but yeah. Kanye, you know, he's going through all of that. If you look at the last few women he dated, Amber Rose. Yeah. That's her name, right? Yeah. Amber yeah, Rose. Yeah. Then Kim Kardashian. He went through all of that shit with Kim Kardashian and talking about Walmart his black children and, and doing what's best for his black children and black mm -hmm. family you know, just to date Julia Fox, the white girl. So it's just like, I just feel like some of our black men have sold out. And I don't, I, I'm all for everybody having a preference. I don't care about the black men that have a preference, you know, yeah, but yeah. I do care about the black men that won't date a black woman. Just because she's black, or just because no, that's, some that's of the stereotypes. That's yeah. a problem. You can't you can't be judging your preferences off of color. Right. That's crazy. Right. Or the stereotypes. Like we do. What it's not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it happens because I do hear a lot of black men, like black women. You know, we're we're aggressive and all. And and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like some black women, we, we you you know, I'm not gonna lie. Put yourself in there. Don't play. But <laughs> I mean, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't but not all. I just, just like you said, there's so, so many different not communities. Not, 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 not
Just like funny. you said, there's so many communities in the black in the black community. You know, there's so many different like subcultures. That's how I feel with black women. Like there's so many different types of black women. So yeah. when a black man is like, oh no, I don't. I don't date black women. I want to. I, I want to ask your opinion about something, and it's just challenging your, your mindset. I'm, I agree. I, I understand. I, I feel your sentiment. Shoot, Jay. Um, so, because I think I, I, I looked at a, a podcast about this. There's a difference between uh, being pro-black and being proud to be black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of people confuse the two of like, oh, I'm pro-black. If you was pro-black, everything's black. Everything's black. Everything's black. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think people conflate the two about being proud of be. I can be proud to be black, but it doesn't mean I'm necessarily pro-black. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. everything I will be doing will be... The food I'm eating is definitely not all black. So it, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 this laptop, whatever, this, oh, this is not made from a, a black person. It, it can be historically made to transition and innovation in that way. But as far as like um, ownership and buying it off of them, it's like, we're, I'm not, we're not entirely pro-black. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know if you had that issue about people because when you explained about the whole different uh, uh, skin preferences and everything like that of somebody conflating the two of being pro-black or being proud to be black. So what, you think that guy was... No, no, I'm saying in just general, in your experience, as far as like, you know, because you, correct me if I'm wrong, you're for black people cultivating and pushing forward, right? You're you're Mm -hmm. more proud of being black. Me too. Yeah. You're more proud of being black, whatever. Right. I'm saying, did you have ever had a common issue or, or a problem when you came with like somebody conflating the two of being pro-black or proud being to proud be to black. be black? You know what I'm saying? Because was the guy proud to be black? Because if, he, if he's making that distinction of a lighter skin or right. whatever, thing like that. I feel that, like, no, you, yeah. can't, you can't fully be proud to be black if if you're like that. Like, if if you won't date a girl just because, oh, just because she's black, you know, you don't want she may be aggressive, she may be this, mm-hmm. you know, just like that podcast that it went viral, you know, they was talking, they wouldn't, they're not down with the brown. You're talking, oh, you're talking about Fresh and Frog? Yeah, Fresh and Frog, yeah, right. Fresh and Frog, right. And they're both yeah. melanated men saying, you know, so it's like, okay, have your preference, but like, you're on air telling, you know, that you're not down with the brown and this, yeah. that, and they're like, why? Just because they're brown? Is that, yeah, is that why? Like, yeah. You know? So it's like, I feel like they yeah. can't be so pro dumb, or proud bro. to be... You watched that podcast? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, Did you? Yeah, you yeah, watched yeah, the whole yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. I bro. watched everything about Did that. Did you watch when Brittany went, Brittany yep, Renner went on there and yep. read... And even that, he yeah. was like, you're not special. What do you get out of telling a black woman you want to break her down to tell her that she's not yeah. special? Like, I think that the, the thing that... Uh, not to, to pivot from this conversation, the thing that, that took me out was that what he said, what he described, even though he was phrasing it as a joke, I don't think what was, he said. Nah, that, like, fresh. It was like there was like dark hood ratchet or something oh. like that. He was nah, describing nah, he, them he in was a way. Like, it was all stereotypical bullshit, bro. Was, yeah, so like, and then phrasing it as a joke or whatever. And I'm just like, and because he had another interview, I think it was with Andrew Schultz or whatever, and it was them two. And he was saying that like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. And then Andrew Schultz was kind of questioning. He's well, Andrew Schultz, I think, a Jewish Canadian, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And he was just like, so if it's if it's more about the woman's characteristic or you know, personality, mm-hmm. right. why can't you just, you know, date a black person right. or whatever, if, if race doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, I prefer whatever. Or you can have your preference. But I think it's just the way he phrases things or whatever. Mm-hmm. It could also kind of get confused or lost in translation because it's like, you're not making any sense. If it's just about the character and personality, then no race should matter to you. But then you still particularly go he, for a whole white or whatever. constantly 
you know constantly contradicts himself that's just why i stopped watching yeah. this content yeah i stopped watching this content too a while like, ago, a it, while was, ago. It, was, it was one thing to like look at it for entertainment purposes and other than it was just like you keep inviting the same no it got boring after like the yeah. first five videos anyway yeah, yeah, that's wait, wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe will you sell out um no i wouldn't the reason i'm hesitating is i'm trying to be honest as possible. Gather my thought. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm still thinking of like all the past points we were just talking about. So I'm still trying to like wrap it all together. Yeah. But as a whole, no. Um, simply because of the integrity and because I do believe in what I believe in, and and what comes with that belief is success. I believe that my ideas will succeed. I don't need to sell it to you mm. for you to make it succeed. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's not part of it. And my ideas are black. They don't necessarily have to only apply to us because I think humanity in itself is who I do want to talk to, but my experience is black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be because of the light skin shit and, and all that other shit, like I'm kind of in the, you know what I'm saying? I'm a little bit lighter than what I look like right now. But <laughs> the, the, the light situation I got right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little shadow in here, but I've, I've been victim to that as well. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think part of that, if I have to keep it a buck, it's probably my family is very, very into blackness. Um, but I think me kind of being looked at at for some reason like my hair is is obviously locked right now but before that it was curly to yeah, the point the where people would ask me if i'm mixed mm -hmm. and i'm like no nah. like i don't know anybody everybody literally everybody in my family is black but we have a certain grade of hair but it, it knocks my blackness down a notch, mm -hmm. which yeah. obviously isn't fair you know what i'm saying but i grew up like that so i kind of dive in harder to our experience it's crazy when we talk about the color thing. I just finished the book called Paradise by Toni Morrison. Mm -hmm. And it was essentially generation removed from slavery after the Civil War. They were getting turned away from the Black Wall Street, from all of these prestigious Black communities because they reminded them too much of slavery. They were too Black to the point where it was just kind of like, damn, yeah, y'all could stay here, we'll feed y'all for a day, but you can't live here with us. So mm -hmm. they went and they started their own thing and they started to judge the lighter skinned blacks as not being worthy of where they were. Like it's that divide, it's the, what they, um, the Willie Lynch letters is kind of what, what people mm -hmm. reference. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily believe that it, it's a factual document, but the effect is real. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, the, yeah. the way that we treat each other off how we exist and what we look like mm -hmm. is real. But to bring it back, I wouldn't sell out. You know what I'm saying? You would have to give me like some ridiculous amount of That's fucking not I'm not gonna say I wouldn't if you gave me a trillion dollars for some shit <laughs> you see trillion like dollars yeah like it gotta be like some real money like if it's some shit that I feel like I can make again and I could do it again cause creativity is in our soul why not give you that little shit and do something better next time exactly you know what I'm saying like at that point it's like yeah but in general no okay I like that alright uh, wait Phil Phil didn't answer um, Will you sell out, Phil? <laughs> no. Um, had you talked to me about a year or two ago, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? Mainly because mm-hmm. I didn't know my self-worth. Mm-hmm. I doubted myself a lot. I questioned myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I doubted the potential of what I knew I could do. But yeah. now that I'm learning mm-hmm. my self-worth, you know, I, I still feel like I undercharge and all that good stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm still learning my self-worth. So yeah. I know that there are certain things you just won't take from me. Having gone through certain experiences in my life Mm -hmm. over the past couple of years, yeah, I've built that resilience of money is temporary to me. You can't bribe me with money anymore. Mm. You can't dangle a dollar in front of me and tell me to dance and I'm going to do it. Like, Mm. it's not going to happen. Not to me. Um, But, you know, yeah, I wouldn't. Now, I, I definitely wouldn't sell out. But I, I think that money is necessary. Money is necessary. But I think because there was a, a verse in the, in the Bible that says, um, and people confuse it of saying like the money is like the root of all evil, but it's actually the, the love, love of, of money, money yeah. is the, the right. root of all evil. Right. So there like, you know, it's part of our society and things mm-hmm. like that, but I don't want people to, because there's people that go in this like, I think I was probably a little bit like that. Of, I was like, like that. Of like, have that mindset of like, no, like money is like that. I, I don't care if I get rich or whatever, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's evil, whatever. Like I'll be good, like living a good life, complacent life, whatever case may be. And I like, and just try to open people's minds of like, oh, what's going on in society, the government, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that like, no, money is a necessary tool and what we could utilize to whatever we need to do, whether it's help the community, was to build our brand or business, whatever the case may be. So as long as I don't have love for money, yeah. and I don't value it more mm-hmm. than people or myself, mm-hmm. right. then I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's using it to utilize and to branch up or whatever the case may be, or even to help my family. I think that's more and more important things, helping my family. If I have my own family, to help my family too. Yeah, and understand that use the money to uh, help you in situations, but don't have the love for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I just want to kind of like pick. Yeah. No, I do want to segue up. into something though. Wait, yeah, before you go, so I just want to answer my own question real quick. Okay. okay. I, I didn't say it so long now, which, yes, I would. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No, I, I'm, I feel like I'm the same vein. Like, if I was to sell out, yeah. I'll give you the wackest shit. Mm-hmm. Like the whack is the, the shit that I didn't put no effort into. But do you think that'll get appeal though? If you, if you sell something whack, they're not gonna have no appeal to that. It's still a representation thing. They wouldn't know. <laughs> they wouldn't know, man. You know, I'm a stuff I have in my back pocket that I haven't released yet, bro. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. it's just, no, I'm joking. No. So it's like a good pitch, but it's not your actual pitch. Yeah, it's like, look, I'll say if you give me a good amount of money. And this thing is, I, I'm very close with a lot of my my artwork, so I don't, I wouldn't want to like sell that out. It has meaning to you. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want it to be like somebody else is like, oh, I own this. I'm like, nah, man. Like, mm. so it, it's uh, it's one of those things is where like, if I was, like, if I if I knew like the next five songs I made did not belong to me, I would put effort into it, but I wouldn't put my heart into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even then, do I want to be an artist making something that doesn't have my heart into it? Yeah. And then that's, you know, that's where the integrity comes in. Like, do I want to be making art like that? Like, no, nah, I don't. So mm. it's like, I want to say yes for the for the memes and just be like, yeah, I want, I'm, I'll sell out. You know, I get a quick come up. But like yeah. at the, in the, in the root of it, I know that I'm, I won't feel good about it. Yeah. And I'm going to feel dumb because they're probably going to flip that to like 10 mil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like All right. either way you look at it. 
All right, and you said you wanted to add some oh, yeah. calls out. Back to the whole skin thing, skin. So I, that was definitely a big thing for me. Mm. How what the guy said to you, yeah. that was me very much. And I appreciate you sharing that too. So. Very much for like the younger years of my life. Yeah. Like, were you people, felt like that? No, people no. used to tell me they wouldn't date me because I was too black. Mm. I was way, my skin is way too dark. Mm. Yeah. And like, I used to get made fun of that I in school. I seen that a lot too. It? Yes. Mm. And they were just as dark as me. Right. Yeah. Right. That and they would be like, mm, not dating you. And I, and I actually grew up hating how black I was mm. because it was just like, and I date black women. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So for me to hear that from the mm. preference and who I give, you know, right. preference over to anybody else yeah. is just like, well, how can I advocate right. and love, you know, my black women, the black queens, when they he has a black man, you, right? I, they, they'll say, Phil, you're great, mm -hmm. you're sweetheart, uh, you're giving, you're caring, but yeah. your skin color is just too dark for me. And I'm just mm. like... Mm. And you know for me, what? like at one point, like I thought about bleaching because wow. I was uh, really it gets deep. It gets deep. Like in that. high school, in high school, like in high school, on my on, I'm gonna try to find it on the back of my senior sweater. Mm. My name was the Dark Knight, wow. not K N I G T, just N I G T, wow. N I G H T, yeah. the Dark Knight, right. because literally they would. Turn off the lights. Where's Phil? Mm. All of that. They mm. they did that all the time. And, you know, I didn't know any better, so I just laughed at all. Right. Yeah. But in, in, in reality, it, it did pain me. It did yeah. hurt me. Yeah. And, you know, I just I just went through. Yeah. That's like the key yeah. and pill. Which, nah, which that, one made the, uh, so which one makes the movies? The Get Out. That's Key like or that's Pill? That's Jordan. Jordan. That's Pill. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Pill. Pill. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Pill. Yeah, him. He had the same problem. Because yeah. he's married uh, to a white woman now, but he yeah. said he loved black women. He was always trying to get them, but, but they, they would like they, shit they, on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that could have a psychological effect. Mm -hmm. That could change your choices. And, I feel like there's, know, a, there's a lot of things that. that's probably factor into it, man. Like yeah. you grow up, you see all the women in media yeah. white. And that can have that yeah. can have an effect on some guys' and, preferences. And then I, was, I had a conversation with a friend. Um I don't know if you want me to shout them out or not, but like at my workspace and I was telling them about, cause we get into deep conversation about, you know, cause a lot of things is, is, is historical pretexts and it, it just kind of resurfacing itself as into the modern society. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things that have already happened like this in the past and it's just being resurfaced. And the thing about skin tones when it comes to melanated people is that there was a psychological or pathological, uh, uh, movement that was going on with like uh, with darker skin branching down into the more lighter complexions, mm -hmm. whether whether it was within the race or outside the race, going for the more lighter complexion because darker skin was perceived as evil. It was perceived mm -hmm. as something foreign. It was perceived mm -hmm. as something um, lesser. Yeah, lesser or not something that's Still out of this is. world. Still yeah, yeah, it was like yeah, supernatural because you're too dark. Mm -hmm. You think you're a ghost yeah. or something. Like yeah. you're an apparition to them. So like, they think that the idea of blackness, black. We're not actually black. Like we we've, we've accepted it. We brown mm -hmm. as hell. Like we're not what <laughs> we're black. Not black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so but being attributed to blackness is bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, but it, it's just something to identify. So, so, like when they say black, I just you know things like I get what you're saying. But what yeah. I was trying to say is that like 
they the more lightest c- complexion was contributed to something more holier mm-hmm. and something or more richer uh, especially or of light in a lot and, yeah. of other cultures like that's yeah. one thing i noticed about my travels that really bothers me so much is yeah. that no matter what culture you go to the darker ones of that culture are going to seen be seen as less you know whether yeah. it's they're the poor ones that work in a field and mm-hmm. and the way any culture, Vietnam, Cuba, it don't matter what culture you go to, mm-hmm. they're going to have that difference of the darker ones being the lesser and mm-hmm. the lighter ones. I think, uh, no, like there's some cultures that embrace and love black people. No matter the Maybe only of- Africa, nowhere else. No, nowhere else. Australia, Australia. I don't know I about they, that. No, they one. do the Aborigines dirty. Like they not, right. they treat, okay. they don't treat them well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, Africa, yeah, it's, it's okay to be black, but everywhere else, yeah. typically. Mm-hmm. You're, that's not a trait that it's okay with. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I was just hearing it, I was just hearing it from my friends when they travel to European, certain European countries. Like black people are embraced; they're like treated as goddesses or things like that. Like every so, like you may be because they'll think you're a celebrity because they don't see as many black people. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. like Europe. Okay, Europe's a little more tapped in, but go to like you know maybe Bali or something like they're gonna think you're LeBron James for real and yeah. they're gonna be calling you all this stuff yeah, so that's right yeah. so that's why they're gonna think you're because they don't see a lot of you so they're like oh if he's black and he's over here traveling oh he got money yeah yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah that's so, it. especially right. being American like right, that's right that's that's not the same black. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like American, right. American just means you have money. You got period. Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do want to say in terms of um well, two points. So when it does come to the skin complexion, growing up, as much as I would have got, I would say that there are more you're so black jokes than light skin jokes. You know what I'm saying? You oh, might get oh, treated yeah. different. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the you so black jokes, like that shit is fucking endless. Can you I share my favorite one? I know, I know that we're talking about how bad it is, but I want to share my favorite one, you man. Really go do some <laughs> <of> my face. <laughs> 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 is that about you, Phil? No, <laughs> Jay, turn off the camera real quick. Give me two seconds, yo. <laughs> you know Eric yeah. Spears, bro. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Harry Spears. Spears. Yeah. 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 You 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 seen his African take, bro? I just watch that. Just search up Aries Spears, African versus black people. Yeah. That will have you crying. Mm. You can't air it, but that will have you crying, bro. I was uh, dead. I, I think I think like every um <laughs> I can't <laughs> uh, I, I think every skin complexion has its um problems, you know, yeah. even being a lighter complexion, mm-hmm. it's like sure. oh you're too light, you're gonna even right. the lighter complexion, some people uh, thought us as too airheaded. At times oh and things like that. Lights in? Did you say that because I'm sitting here? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I get no, that. Like a lot. airheaded. I like do. they get like uh what's this? Like like slow. Like slow or just empty in the mind. Right. Like they're just beautiful, but they're there's nothing much up there in their mind. Hey man, there's no girls? furniture in the No, I'm talking about like lighter right. complexions. Oh, lighter complexions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um Damn, I lost my chance of thought. I'm still thinking Except about the, the, men. the, the Oh no. So like each <laughs> each light I'm sorry. Each light skin. Each <laughs> see this whole thing is just got my mind everywhere right now. Um each complexion, melanated complexion has its own problem. Even when I remember I had my problems when like other than being sort of as black, because they knew about my African descent culture or whatever, mm-hmm. I was called booty scratcher or like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember those. I remember those. 
bro. I used to be crying for every little thing in the studio. Bro. Yeah, as fuck, you bro. used to get called that? Yeah, I used to be called that. You'd be like, oh, because you have Nigerian blood that you could run faster naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but even though I, it was true, I was a fast runner. I used to be but just the stereotype, the presumpt, the, the, the assumption of it, it was just like it carried off a negative stigma. You yeah. know, what I'm saying? I didn't, yeah. I didn't like that. Or whatever. So, like, um, nah, bro, I understand. Yeah, I'm the first one. They say like, yo, your smile is so bright, I can see it in the dark room. Like, it's yeah, it's, I get that. I still yeah. get that today. Yeah, yeah. Like, All right, so yeah, just to, yeah. to, to close out. Um, uh, this is like what's called a dose of reality. So, Maven, based on our our conversation about the side effects in the and the black culture, what would you what would dose of reality meaning like what actual reality of the experiences that you faced or heard that you would like to share for you know people that's like going through these side effects in the black um, culture? Um, I I think at the end of the day, and it could be a people thing. Um, but it, it applies to blackness, obviously, is we're all kind of essentially seeking value to a certain degree. Mm. Even with the last question you asked, um, would you sell out? The only time you sell out is if you don't perceive the value that you mm. have. If, you, if you're dark and you make fun of people for being too light, or if you light and make fun of people for being too dark, you know what I'm saying? You're not seeing the value of each other. It's not mm. just about you. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, and I think that that's essentially what it is, is we want to matter. We want to feel like we're loved by the, the people in our community. And if we're not, if you feel like you talk white, you feel like you're not part of that community. It starts mm. to section shit off. And obviously mm. we have a whole lot of subcultures within what we do, but at the end of the day, we are people and we all do have value regardless, mm. but we, we get it from other people as well, yeah. regardless of if we just, if we perceive it in ourselves, but we need to see more in other people as well. Yeah. 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 I, um, in terms of specific, so again, with my mom, I don't, I don't know if I'm deviating, but again, she wanted me to do different shit. So I remember she put me in, um, in Cub Scouts before. So I'm, I'm fucking so sorry, trying to make little fires and shit, you know what I'm saying? And doing all type of little shit. I was the only black kid. So I was ostracized because of that. And it wasn't white people. All my life, I thought it was white people, but it was Spanish. Mm. They just weren't dark. You know what mm. I'm saying? So um, we went on a camping trip one time. The only time I went camping and my mom being the one that puts me in these situations was like, yeah, we can't stay another light, another night. I don't feel comfortable. My mom is very light, you know what I'm saying? But she knows, obviously she's black. So she's treated different, we're treated different. They treat me different, I'm fucking six. You know what I'm saying? I won the fucking Pinewood Derby. Ain't nobody beat me, I'm just, you know, so I'll just be winning shit. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm, I'm six. And I won every race, bro. They took my cart off the fucking thing, lifted mm. it up, start inspecting the shit to make sure I wasn't cheating. Wow. Wow. I'm wow. six, bro. I don't know what the fuck. You just told me to, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, we, the shit starts early. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and trying to, again, have value and feel like you mean something and feel like we are the same. Mm. But 
uh, not societally, I don't think that's a word. Socially, um, we're not. You know what I'm saying? There are differences between us and all our differences mean shit, but it's hard to see it when it's a value system. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, I appreciate you, man, for being our special guest, for dropping in, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, a brother, a brother for life, you know what I'm saying? A brother uh, that, you know, we, uh, me and Eli have met in person and, you know, it's just a, you know, dope energy, dope vibes and everything like that. So um, uh, I want to close out with some news and updates. So, well, no, I would say more, it's not even more news and updates, you know, it's more for the next topic. So next topic is going to be transgression and pronouns. So just kind of a play on word on trans people and in the community and then the pronouns. Uh, to have our takes on that, you know, please don't cancel us. It's just our opinions. We're not attacking any trans community. I have love for all people. You do whatever you want to do, but that's going to be the next topic for next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, and yeah, like uh, shout out to our special guest, Maven, for dropping in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dope, dope guy, dope individual and things like that. Um, and yeah, follow us at the Black Pill Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're also on YouTube. So make sure you go to our YouTube channel and press that notification bell. Hey, there you go. And then, um, you know, support. Tell us your thoughts about the side effects and the black culture that you feel that is becoming more of a hindrance and things that we could do to help, you know, progress. You know, share your experiences of side effects that you've been through personally as far as what you experienced being a black person and trying to cultivate in that kind of space as well. Um, And uh, where can they follow? We'll start off with our co-host. Where can they follow you? You can follow me at Kiara. K-I-A-R-A underscore A-L-E-Y-I-A. Yeah, uh, right. You can follow me at Elijah X Rod, E-L-I-J-H-X-Rod. And to my boy Phil. You can follow me on Instagram at P-H-L-M-N-H-R-I-S. And to our special ghost, I mean special ghost. Special ghost, <laughs> wow. Special guest. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've been bringing up everything. Wow. Oh, nice. oh, I don't my know God. what's up with you. Talking. Um, to our special guests, where they can follow you, and you know, I know you do, you know, you you do music and things like that. So if you want to drop, uh, where they can follow you musically and things like that, you know, you could shout that out as well. Word, um, everything is the last Maven. I keep it the same across all platforms. It'll, it'll never be another one. I'm the last one. So hey, you heard it here, man. I heard you. Hey man, yeah. Make sure you check out his music, man. You know he does some dope things with his music. You know what I'm saying? So and I creative direct all my shit too, videos, everything hey. coming from my pen. Yo, so, bro, yeah, your shit is hot. I listen to that shit on repeat. <laughs> you know, bro. I always I be hitting you up with your own lyrics. Like you it's do, hot. you do. It's no hot. That's 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 much love, man. That's that's love, man. So I appreciate it. So yeah, make sure you follow us at the Black Pill Podcast. Um, I'm your host OBJ. You can follow me on Instagram and also on Twitch. I'm on Twitch as well. So follow me. It's the same D O B J T H E O B I J A Y. Follow me on Twitch. Um, I'm I'm opening up my channels not only for Thursday nights but for Tuesday and Sundays. Um, each night is gonna be something different. So Tuesday is gonna be for the culture night. Uh, Thursdays, watch parties, so I'm watching Netflix, anything that comes on, like shows, movies, things like that. And Sundays is one of my favorite nights, it's anime night, so we can talk about anything anime related and things like that. So I have each night for different reasons, so if you're interested in the full culture night, 
you know, black content. I'm shouting out black businesses, brands, things like that. Um, I might even drop in some artwork and things like that. So, you know, for the culture, uh, Thursdays, watch party, just come chill with me, watch shows, things like that. Bring your wine, your snacks, whatever the case may be. And Sundays is anime night. So, um, yeah, so follow me on Twitch, follow me on Instagram. If you want to be a guest on the Black Pill Podcast, hit me up personally or on the Black Pill Podcast uh, page. Uh, if you want to be a guest or a special guest, you know, everybody's welcome. If you want to come into space or you want to connect with us virtually, you know, we welcome you. You know, only, only black people, you know what I'm saying? Black, black creators and entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and yeah, so uh, this concludes this episode of the Black Pill Podcast. And boom!